20% off of your first three orders at thrivemarket.com. That's all you need to know. I was going to write a script like I normally do, but when Elisa told me that you can get 20% off of your first three orders by using our affiliate banner on elisathearnington.com, I think that's all I need to say. So if you're looking for that big container of red boat fish sauce for your next Nom Nom Paleo recipe, or pretty much anything else you can't find at your local grocery store, you can probably find it on Thrive Market. If you need paleo, vegan, gluten-free, pet stuff, snacks, beauty, bath and body, health supplements, whatever, Thrive Market can hook you up. And the whole thing comes with a guarantee. All you have to do is shop and save. If you don't make your membership feedback and savings by the end of the year, they'll automatically give you the difference in Thrive Market credit after you renew. So what have you got to lose? Go to lisathearnista.com and click on the Thrive Market banner on the right-hand side to start saving 25 to 50% off of retail prices today. Did I mention that you'll also get an additional 20% off of your first three orders? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the... Elisa the Arnisa Podcast, episode number 124. My name is Mike, and by my side, looking confused as always, is Elisa the Arnisa herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I'm good. My eyes are a little sticky and stuff. I think it's the all the humidity and the the allergy kind of stuff going on with the... What, was there allergy stuff happening? I, well, everything's so humid right now. Everything's covered in ice. How can there be allergy stuff happening? Yeah, it's humid in the house because yeah. the water's running in. In the house? Well, it was running in the basement, wasn't it? And the basement's really. more damp now too, but Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. we've got we do not have a lot of property or a lot of land here in Beaver Dam, which well, is the town we in which have we live. about what, two thirds less? We've got like yeah, like a quarter acre lot and about a quarter of that is is now a skating rink. <laughs> With all the ground is frozen. We got a whole bunch of rain which melted the snow that was out there and just rained. And it keeps raining. And it's gonna it's raining more right now. So the whole thing is ice. Rollo doesn't even want to well, I don't blame him because you go and if it's not completely frozen, you're walking ankle deep in water. Yeah, he's he's not a fan of the ice situation. No. And I'm not either as far as that goes. No, I'm like, you're not taking any compost stuff out for a while because I don't want you slipping and falling. That would be... Do you have ice skates yet? No. I thought you had a pair of ice skates somewhere. No, I want some. Oh, you want some? Why do you sound surprised? I've always wanted ice skates. You're going to go ice skating? Where are you going to go ice skate? Oh, they're the family center. The family center. Well, does that mean I have to get ice skates? I used to ice skate. Don't make that face. To ice skate a Would lot. Would that be safe for you? Okay. Why not? I used to. What I do you think? Figure, well, I wasn't like a professional figure skater, but I took lessons and. Can you skate backwards? Yeah. No, I can't do that. Can you do spins? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I used to. It's been a while. I bet just you can still do it. It's, it's like, like riding, riding a bike. Exactly. You don't forget how to do that. Yeah. Like with the Olympics, although you could be, you could be in the Olympics next year. That's how it works, right? Yeah, it's every year. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. You could do that. No. I just want to not fall. I wasn't very good at it because I didn't want to fall. Because falling hurts. Well, you can ask my sister about that. When she ran track, one of the things she did was hurdles. It only took one time for her to trip up on a hurdle. 
and quit and landed on her face and she was done with hurdles at that point <laughs> i don't remember what she moved to after that but hurdles was no longer one of her events after she uh yeah. took a digger yeah no no I, thank you no it doesn't sound like like much fun but no i think she would have been good at it had she stuck with it because she's very tall with long legs and she probably mm -hmm. didn't have to jump very much to get over the hurdles but mm -mm. no they terrify me hurdles yeah yeah i would never... well because you know i'm so coordinated too yeah what's the one where you jump over the the it's like a high hurdle but there's water on the other sides like horses it's like a steeple chase what's the one the people one where you had to jump over the the they put like a, a two by six up there across some <laughs> posts and you jump over I the have water no idea that is that ninja warrior no it's an olympic it's a track and field event Huh. But I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, you'll actually, I think most of the time, like you intentionally, I think you just kind of go into the water. So you're running around with wet shoes and feet. No, thank you. I could, no, I, I was going to say I could handle that one. I probably couldn't handle that one. No. I'm not much for running and jumping, especially now. <laughs> 30 years ago, maybe, but not so much anymore. So thanks, everybody, for joining us here, episode number 124. Uh, as always, you know, if you are not subscribed to the show, you definitely should because we're on Google Play, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher. You can find us all over the place. Actually, find us on all three of those places. Subscribe on all three. Download every week on all three of those because that would be amazing and help us out with our numbers. What do I use? I use Overcast. <clears throat> yep, so that's something that would... Go directly through iTunes. But if you're not using an individual, because I use uh, Beyond Pod, but if you're not on... Oh, uh, I miss Beyond Pod. If you're not on one of those apps, as it were, you can go directly directly through iTunes. If you're Google, that's a hard word, Google Play kind of person, you can go through there or on Stitcher. Uh, I think I'm going to look at one other one potentially as well, although I'm also thinking about... Now that we've got some fabulous patrons helping us out uh, each and every month... You can also become a patron for $5 per month. You can see us live as we record the show each and every week, or you can watch it recorded. You don't have to watch live if you don't want to. But because of those fine individuals that are helping us out on Patreon, I am considering moving to a different hosting site that costs money for the podcast because it'll get us some better analytics and other various positives. But we'll see. The, the thing that makes it really difficult is once you have done that. You can't move back. Well, I don't know because I, I'm, the trick is getting it in the same feed with iTunes. Mm. So you don't have to start a whole new feed. Yeah, it's a whole technical thing, which I don't want to bore everybody with. But it's, uh, yeah. Production. Podcast Production. If you would like to participate in this podcast production, you can send us an email, podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. Send us any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, thoughts, and feelings that you may have, whether they are knitting related or not. And we, we mentioned this a it. couple weeks ago. Give us a, Email us like some top fives or something again, because those are always fun. Yeah. Because I'm always or, like, oh, this is so super easy. And then all of a sudden we get one and I'm like, oh, this is going to take me like an hour and a half to figure out my top five. Yeah. Make Elisa prepare for the show with some top fives. Or whatever else is on your mind. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, let's talk about knitting. 
Do you have knitting to talk about, Elisa? Well, I can't talk about this because you give me grief about this, and you then you ask me about it, and then you, you laugh. Want. I'm not going to laugh. I already laughed at you once today for that. No more laughing. You wonder why I don't pull it out and knit on it more often. Oh, I wish so you would. I'm I'm working on one of my uh, 2017, 16, 16 Opal Advent socks. I'm about, oh, I'm almost through eight. There's 24 days, but I'm almost through eight. And uh, um, then I'll be on to um, nine. So that's one more than eight. That's, Eventually yeah. I will be at 24. And then I can start my 2017 ones. Which, as far as I know, I am one of several people that purchased them from Firefly Fibers that has not started them yet. One of several? One of several. Yeah. I'm not going to name names. You know who you are. So, yeah. So, I'm working on that. Um, and... So, what are you going to do with the 2017 version? Have you decided yet? Yeah. Well, kind of. I. Well, some people have knit some really, really fun... Um, uh, mittens so I like that idea um, and I'm thinking I might just do socks and just kind of crank out the socks more socks? I mean, I, I'm not going to do contrasting heels and toes and stuff because okay. that is just I, I need to knit on something other than opal advent socks but I was kind of thinking mittens might be fun a couple sure. pairs of mittens a couple of crazy pairs of mittens so I don't know it's, it's a lot of yarn to consider yeah. So, but yeah. So we'll see. I haven't quite decided. I'm just trying to get through this year so far, or well, two years ago, year and a half ago. So yeah, it's not that long ago. Nope. So the other thing that I am working on that is um, really making good progress is my um, my solving cardigan. So I am down to the it looks it looks really super tiny and it makes me nervous but i've measured it and i've measured myself and it it's fine so um the i am down to the bottom color work so and i did think i did, did oh. I, talk about, I did a five stitch steak so yeah i'm on the i'm on the bottom and i need i have i think three more rounds of color work down here a round of solid and then i start the ribbing so i'm almost done with the body Nice. Which means I'm going to have to go to that terrible place and pick out buttons or snaps or whatever yeah. I'm going to do. But I haven't yeah. seen the uh, the bottom color work yet. Yeah, so that's so cool. It's the same as the top, but yeah. So I'm hoping to get it done this weekend yet, but we'll see. So, but yeah, that's all I have on that I'm really like knitting on, like actively knitting on right now. I'm hoping to get some. I I have several pairs of socks and the needles that I need to try and get some of them done. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be. And then we're vending at Madison Knitters Guild in a couple weeks, and there's a couple hats. I want to get knit up for that. So, Cool. Yeah. Hats made out of what? Do you know yet? I do. Are you going to tell? Not right now. Why not? I'll tell later. Okay. It's, it's a surprise. But I want to know. I know. I'll tell you. Go ahead. Not right it's now. It's just you and me no. here. No, 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 no. So, um, yeah, because... I like surprising everyone kind of with what we're taking for Guild. And it's not, the, the plan's not finalized yet, so I don't want to dis disappoint anyone. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's really all I've got on the needles right now. I need to get some socks off badly, though. Yeah. So, 
but yeah. All right. So uh, if you want to buy, well, the stuff that the sweater is made out of, you can do that at fireflyfibers.com because that is a local yarn shop that Elisa and I own right here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin, which is the town in which we live and in the town in which this very podcast is recorded mm-hmm. each and every single week. But make sure you go there and you can put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart because when you do that, that'll qualify you for free shipping on that entire order. I was going to go into my F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P, but you don't need to do that. It was a no, long time ago. That was a long time ago. That was like July. In, baked into my brain. So just go there, put that stuff in your cart. Uh, you can earn rewards now. Firefly rewards you can earn um, if you order anything in the store, except for it's on sale or classes and stuff like that. But you can you can uh, earn rewards and all that towards free goods. You can you can get uh, dollars off pre or previous dollars off future purchases, not previous mm-hmm. purchases. That wouldn't work because you've already paid for it. Yeah. But off of future purchases, all kinds of good stuff. Anything going on you want to talk about? Um, we I, I was we talked last week about how the new Leuchtturm nineteen seventeens came in, and um, they are all on the website now. So yeah. the official bullet journals are on there, and then just the basic, uh, um. Loich turns are on there, and I always get the um, the dotted the dot the docker the A five dot because um, they're more versatile. So yeah, so those are on there. There's some new colors, so those are super fun. Um, the issue four of Len will be arriving this week. That's what they say. That it's been, is, it's been an or- ordeal. That is actually what the tracking says so they okay. are officially on their way to us good from the distributor so they're so, actually in the united states right now yes good they're in the united states we got i got an email on thursday that it was delayed again um but yeah the the they they emailed uh thursday and said you know that they anticipated delivery at their site on friday so that to me indicated that they were actually through customs, yeah. Through whatever the East Coast weather was, because yeah, the East Coast has had yeah. some terrible weather. Because I'm sure that's the way they came in. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that will be there. I'm super excited. Um, that's it. That's all we have for the store. There's a couple new things that I'll be getting on there this week, but that's about it. That's it. Yeah, that's that's all the exciting Firefly news, I think. Yeah. Food. So this music means, Elisa, it means food. Talk about food. So, what do we have here for this week? Um, So, tonight, we'll talk about this first, because um, it's just quick. Um, tonight, I'm making hot and sour soup. And stick that's paleo, and then sticky sesame teriyaki wings. Mm. That is a nom nom paleo recipe. Um, and the then tomorrow, I'm really excited because uh, Michelle came out with a recipe for curried meat pies. Michelle Tam. Michelle Tam. Well, we, we're on a first name basis. Mm. But people listening oh, okay. probably aren't. So, yeah, she came out with a recipe for the curried meat pies. So we've had um, the um, the samosa meat before. I don't remember what we had it in. I think we may have had it in um, in corn tortillas or something. 
That doesn't um, sound familiar at all. But it's ground beef, and it's 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 kind of like a an Indian kind of uh, kind of meat. So um, it's ground beef, and then has a bunch of different seasonings in it. So mm. she came up with this recipe that it's actually because I love like I love like meat pies, but I can't eat them anymore because mm-hmm. they're all made with flour. So she yep. just po- she just posted a recipe for these curried meat pies. Um, I think it was Wednesday of this week and they look amazing. And she said, you can stuff them with really whatever you want because you make this dough and then put the meat inside. But yeah, so mm. I'm going to make it with the, I can't remember what they keep. Oh, what are they called here? Let me look. Let me look real quick. Um, I think I put the link on the, or maybe I didn't put the link on there for the curried meat pies, but they're both, these are both uh, recipes that are on our website. So the, Curried meat pies is basically the, um, it's just the recipe for, um, like her kind of like pastry dough that she uses. Um, she, the spiced kima is what she fills it with. What is kima? That's the meat that we made the last time. So it's, or that I made. It's, a uh, maybe we had them in, we might've had it in lettuce wraps. Um, but it's onion and garlic and ginger, jalapenos, um, beef, uh, turmeric, salt, coconut milk, um, garam masala, lemon, cilantro, and then whatever you're going to have it on. So we'll stuff them with that. So I think they look really, really good. Hmm. Doesn't that, that looks really good for supper. Well, I, yeah, I would eat that. Yeah. Just shirts. Yeah, I want a shirt. I was like, how do you not have a Michelle Tam shirt yet? I don't know if they maybe they didn't have the size I needed last time, oh. which may have been a thing. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have those tomorrow. Where's my real plans? I was going to look at that and see what we're having with it. I can't remember what I put there with it. I'm looking, looking, looking. I can't remember what the other thing was. I wonder if it was another. No, I didn't do another soup because I've been craving hot and sour soup. I saw she posted a recipe for um, somebody's hot and sour soup on from Tasty Yummies. Tasty Yummies? Yes. That's, Is it a that's blog? The, it's the blog, tastyyummies.com. Oh, boy. Tasty-yummies.com. Sure. The, so hot and sour Soup is paleo, gluten free, whole thirty, and keto. So, what is whole thirty? Um, those are that's the whole thirty thing. So it's all like whole food, whole all whole food. So it's like what a lot of people do, like kind of as a cleanse to like reset things. Oh. Yeah, one so. of those. So I have it with oh, which I've never made this, and I thought it looked really good. Uh, spinach biryani. So it's a rice, and then it has, and that's what I had you get the spinach for. And I feel, looking at the spinach that you got, I'm feeling like there was way too, I had you give me way too much spinach. Um, but it's, uh, it's it looks like a green rice, but you, you like, pretty much, like, put all of, like, the, the spinach and mint um, and chili peppers, cilantro and everything into a food processor and you make the rice and then it goes in with the rice hmm. so it looked pretty good so basically we're gonna have green rice and meat pies for supper tomorrow sounds good to me yeah so 
Yeah. And then I think I'm going to pull out some of our leftover chili relleno breakfast casserole for breakfast tomorrow. So mm. it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to make some meat pies. I'm not good at pastry, so we'll see how that goes. Sure. So, oh, oh, shrubs. I feel like there's like a Monty Python joke in there somewhere. The Holy Grail? Yeah, is there is there something in there about shrubs? Shrubbery? Shrubbery. Bring me a shrubbery. So we talked about shrubs. Me. <laughs> we talked about shrubs a few weeks ago. A couple, well, probably it was probably about three or four weeks ago. And I, I did it all wrong. We're not going to talk about wrong. how I did it, but I did it all wrong. So I did it again correctly. Oops. And I made it with, um, I did a strawberry balsamic shrub, and it's delicious. I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good. So I took, um, it was, so it was two pounds of strawberries, and we had strawberries in the freezer in the basement. Yep. And so I put uh, two pounds of strawberries and one cup of sugar per pound of fruit um, and let it all thaw and just let it set out overnight. And then... um, Kind of, I mashed up. I used the my my aunt got a, she gave us this this wonderful as seen on TV like meat chopper, um, and you kind of you kind of beat the berries up a little bit, and then you strain everything, and then you mix it one to one with vinegar. And I used um, balsamic vinegar. So this is I, I I came up with a lot of it. So I have here. It's just beautiful, kind of like a reddish. It's like balsamic vinegar, but it has a little bit more of a, like a red tint to it because of the strawberries. Sure. And you don't throw the fruit away. So I took the fruit and uh, I think the leftover strawberries pretty much all fit in the half pint jar. Two pounds by the time it was all was said and done after the berries macerated and the sugar, they, uh, they, there was about a little, maybe a little over a cup left so it's like super duper concentrated so i did as i mixed in like last night i mixed a little bit in with um when i made the drink so the shrub you mix it with um sparkling water i put a little bit of basil in there last Mm -hmm. night and then um oh that's what i didn't put in there tonight and then it was just like it it because the the balsamic vinegar is awfully sweet i just put like a crank or two of uh black pepper in there sure and that just kind of brightened it up a, a lot so yeah so that's what i have here it's a fancy dancy drink looks like a cola it does well that's yeah the balsamic is just it's so dark so you yeah. put about two tablespoons in like per like eight eight to ten ounces just kind of whatever you like and then you can put eight to ten ounces of what um sparkling water yeah uh, and then regular I, water huh regular water that would be weird that would be weird yeah but yeah bubbles so you use sparkling water and get some bubbles and then you can put booze in there if you want booze in there so, yeah, it's really good. I'm going to try and do a peach one because we have a bunch of peaches sure. downstairs, too. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, but it was really good. Yeah. So the two pounds ended up coming out to be um, after I mixed in the vinegar. I think we ended up with about probably a quart and a half, maybe a little bit more. Because I have a big quart jar in the fridge right now. So yeah. it, I think it stays good for about three weeks. So I'm probably going to take some of it and freeze it in ice cube trays or something like that. Just cool. I'm sure it'll freeze fine. I don't know why it wouldn't. Yes, I don't know why it wouldn't. It's sugar and vinegar. And, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's really, it's, it's refreshing. I think it'd be really good in the summer. Because when we were up in Door County a few years ago, I had a, 
they call it a martini, but you can't just put something in a martini glass and call it a martini. That's, That's how it works now. So it was a that it was a strawberry balsamic um, martini with, uh, um, and that had cracked black pepper in it too, and that was yeah. really good. So kind of reminds me of that. So, but yeah, I'm gonna try something else and sure. see how I like that, and try the peaches and yeah, and the basil's from the from the Arrow Garden. Yeah, because the Arrow Garden is very happy. That's going crazy. Yeah, it's Looks really good. going crazy. So yeah, so that's what's going on in the kitchen. What do you have any uh, kitchen stuff? I do have one follow up, not a follow up. Something I found out. So we we talk a lot on this show about the instant pot is a big deal, and apparently there was a, there was a, a big scare this past week that uh, the instant pot was going to kill you. So it's probably a good thing you didn't. But uh, everyone, take a deep breath. Your I instant pot taken is, my chances. Instant pot pressure cooker has not been recalled. So apparently there's a big rumor or something floating around that the instant pot had been recalled. Well, that's not the case. But instant pot shared a post on its Facebook page about how some of its products potentially melting and asked customers to stop using them. The story started gaining traction online, seemingly kicked off by the venerable, reliable comes consumer reports on wednesday but there are two things to keep in mind so first it's a big first has nothing to do with the pressure cooker it's got nothing to do with the instant pot whatsoever operator error nope second that there is no official recall yet on the affected appliance which is a multi-cooker that does not have a pressure cooker function does however has settings for baking steaming roasting slow cooking among others so that sounds pretty cool whatever it is but the instant pot itself is not is not the issue so if, if you have seen this on your Facebook or in social media or anywhere on uh, online, it's not has nothing to do with the Instant Pot itself. Uh, company said it's working on coordinating replacements for customers with the affected models. Reached out to Instant Pot will update as new information is available. So yeah, this is from the Washington Post. So they're on top of it. So is it? So it, it's more of like a, a. It looks. Is that it? There is that the one that has the issue? Yeah. So it's it looks like a crock pot. So is it completely different? It's not the instant pot, it, but it's no. from it's an instant pot brand, but it's a multi cooker, not the yeah. the it's gem. Eight in one multi cooker overheating, resulting in lo- localized melting damage to the underside of the product. And then it lists the batch codes and everything. But no, it is not the instant pot pressure cooker. It's the instant pot crock pot type device. So no worries. Keep your instant pot. Don't throw it away. Or get another one. Or get another one. Everything, everything I is have fine. Two. You're not going to die. I mean, unless you do something really like you modify it or drill a hole in it while it's while it's pressure cooking. Well, um, odd that this has come up when like the big thing on This Is Us was the crock pot killing Jack. Yeah, that was in here somewhere too. I skipped over that part because I don't understand this. Yeah, Crock-Pot tells This Is Us fans our slow cookers won't kill you, mm-hmm. which apparently is a separate story. I don't understand This Is Us or why anybody watches it. You've never seen it, so don't be right. Don't don't no, be mean to I don't it. understand the point of watching a show that the entire purpose is to make you cry. I don't think it's to make you cry. It's all relatable, and it's not all sad. It's happy moments that make you cry, too. The only thing I've ever seen is people commenting about how they're crying so much yeah. watching This Is Us, or I'm getting ready to watch This Is Us because it's going to make me cry so much, and you have to be like, that's not why I'm watching show. TV. I think it's a to, beautifully done show, but yes, uh, it's not for everyone. might be the case, but it's definitely not for me. No, it's not. I don't think it's for you at all. No. All right. Elisa, 
Time for some Canadian canoes! So this is probably about the only place in the entire known and unknown universe that you can get your very own Canadian Canoes each and every week. We're going to start out this week by following up on a story that we talked about last week. Last week we talked about knitting real fast and how there was going to be a big uh, knitting speed championship happening in Paris, which led us into another story that talked about the, uh, the world record holder for the fastest knitter in the world, at least at this point in time. I think it's still pretty close if she's not still the fastest knitter. But she talked about to knit as fast as she does. She knits Shetland style and she champions the knitting belt. And so we were not familiar. And even Elisa the Yarnista, who was a knitting, knitting professional, was not familiar with, well, Shetland style so much, but especially the knitting belt. So Elisa, you did some research into what a knitting belt actually is so and as soon as i saw it i'm like oh that's what it is so explain to me because i still don't understand what's happening here what what is a knitting belt so it's this like it's this it's this piece of leather that's it's like a leather kind of like pouch that's padded and it has holes in it and it is it's like a belt it goes around your waist and it it clips it, it like sits around your waist like a belt but there's like a kind of like a pillow portion that has holes in it so um the, it's like a real big pincushion belt. Yeah. So, in basically, you're using like really, really long double pointed needles to, because you take one end of it and you anchor it into the belt. Okay. So, you're just kind of knitting. And apparently, it's supposed to be really good because y- you're not holding everything with your arms. Like, it's anchored into the belt. So, all your, you're able to just kind of focus on like knitting. You don't have as much movement, and you're not holding the fabric up with your arms. Okay. So, I don't know. It does not. It looks very dangerous having, like, super-duper long double points. Well, hold um, on to that thought. Super dangerous. But. Yeah. So, this article is really interesting because it was it, – it's it's Zalda's article, and it was – does it say when it's – does it say when it's from on there? Uh. Um. But she wasn't familiar with it, and she's in Scotland. So, I mean, this is from... 2014. I mean, in, in case you're not... The Shetland Islands, they're in, you know, Scotland. So, um, yeah, so this is four years ago. And so, yeah, it's just... It's interesting. So there's there's some stuff in museums. She has a, she has a video. Um, I, I haven't watched the video. It's just a quick, like, one-minute video. But yeah, so it's... I don't know. So basically, this is this is kind of like a. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a knitting belt. It's got like a weightlifting belt. It's got a very specific purpose. It's not something mm-hmm. you're probably going to use all the time. You know, it kind of reminds me of it's like the the way to um, to because there are some knitters that when they knit with straight needles, they like dig those needles into their stomach. This I oh, think would yeah. be a way of getting around that. So as all was saying, she's trying to kind of like, cause she, she knits a lot of, a lot of fair isle and trying to kind of hold the yarn in the two hands and trying to kind of balance that because what ends up happening that it looks like, I believe is that why it's faster is because you're not moving your right needle so much. You're mostly doing everything with your left needle yeah. because your right needle is pretty stationary. 
It's just kind of levering so, back and forth. You're yeah. not really moving it that much. It just kind of yeah. So yeah, it it looks it it looks very interesting. She has some some cool pictures from um, one of the museums there, and I'm not sure who that. Yeah, some of the and some of the and they said that because you're going to be using different size needles for whatever for different projects, just like you do with normal different projects. Yeah. So you have to try to put like you don't want to put the bigger needles in. You don't want to stretch out all the holes. So you have to kind of decide like these bigger holes are for these size needles. So you need multiple belts for the different. No, you have a bunch of holes in there. You just don't want to start. You you have like if you're using like like size eights you kind of have like a spot where you're going to be using your eights you don't want to stick them in the spot where you're using you know your twos hmm because it's gonna it's leather it's gonna stretch sure. out so they're not going to be as as uh as sturdy in there but it's really interesting because one of the the pictures she posted it's i mean it's well worn oh yeah so yeah i mean that like almost falling apart but yeah interesting i thought it was very yeah in the shetland museum archive so so apparently, between Shetland style and the knitting belt, the Shetland, where, where well, I don't know what Shetland is. I should probably Scotland. Mm-hmm. They uh, yeah, the apparently Shetland they're Islands. all about knitting fast. Well, and they do a lot of color work, so it's it's a lot of um, sweaters in the round. And I can see, I can see this because it's a way of kind of using like double points for knitting larger circumferences because there haven't always been circular needles. So I would venture to guess that's kind of where it came from is, you know, you can knit the large circumferences and this is going to help to kind of anchor it for you rather than having, because you're going to have all these long needles and yeah, you don't need to stab yourself or have them fall out. But yeah, it seems like a lot of work because you're going to get yourself all positioned and yeah. Yeah, but again, this is this is not something you're going to do while you're going from place to place. Or no, you're it's not a sock. Knitting in line at the the movie theater. No. You're gonna. This is where you're going to be sitting for a while, working on your yeah. sweater. You're not going anywhere anyway, so you just want to take the stress off your wrists and hands from holding the heavy fabric. And and very likely, the ladies, you know, some of the ladies that may have been using these were ladies that were making garments to sell. Sure, right. So they had to be fast. So yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Like I said, I thought it was I thought it was very interesting how Azalda had she didn't know anything about it, and she she is she's she's Scottish. She's a professional knitter from Scotland. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. So, and speaking of Elisa, not hurting yourself and stabbing yourself. Oh no! Yeah. So oh, this oh oh little, little boy five lucky to survive after tripping. Oh, this is a terrible story. Tripping over while carrying a knitting needle and impaling so- himself through the throat and penetrating his skull. So this this there were several stories cover several uh, I guess websites covering this story. I picked this one from the Sun. I don't generally read the Sun a lot because it's very sensationalistic and and uh, like it's like TMZ I guess in a way kind of. But they had some good pictures, so I decided to go ahead and use this one. And, Uh, as opposed to a couple of the other ones. But uh, a young boy is lucky to be alive after a four-inch-long knitting needle pierced through his skull. So this is not just a knitting needle. This is one that's got, like, a handle thing on it, so apparently it's easier to hold on to, apparently. So this is a boy from China. And what I gathered from one of the other stories was that he wasn't just running with this knitting needle and, and just happened. He had it in his mouth, 
and was running with it. Somebody should so, have stopped him from doing that. Yeah, keep an eye on your kids and make sure they're not running with things in their mouth. But it was driven into the back of his throat by the fall at his home in Zabiji, China, uh, China's Guishu province. Needle with a handle halfway up its length is used for knitting clothes. It's not clear how the boy came to be playing with it, I'm assuming, because apparently his grandma and grand who's at his grandma and grandpa's house, I'm guessing grandma is probably a knitter and he got a hold of it. And a, a five-year-old boy, you're not going to be, you know, keeping an eye on him every second of every day. And he, or in about a second and a half, he grabbed this thing and ran off. And you're not going to be able to stop that. So you, you can't blame grandma or grandpa on this one. But they, they took him to the hospital and it was a, a four-hour surgery later, and they were able to get this thing out. Apparently, they had to do some uh, repairs to his spinal cord and everything as well. He is walking He on his well with some help from mom and dad right now, but apparently that will come back, and he's able to move. I think it was his right side, as it said. Uh, but, yeah, so he definitely, he, uh, he damaged what himself. What kind of knitting needle is that? That is a weird-looking thing. It's, yeah, this is it. So it's got like a... a plastic handle in the middle and it's uh, just kind of it's just pointy metal on one side and, and hooked on the other it almost looks like a big uh multi-tool kind of a thing on the other side yeah but the the one side is for knitting and the other side is for i don't know some specialty kind of knitting type things but yeah so I'm, luckily the kid is doing okay i guess and he's recovering but man a four-hour surgery to go in and get this thing out because of where it was positioned through his throat and by his his spinal cord but goodness gracious <laughs> could do have not been run in, don't do not run with sharp things in your mouth people don't just in general don't run with sharp things unless you're like unless you're a uh, javelin thrower mm-hmm. and you're trained and you've been mm-hmm. practicing for a long time then you yeah. can you can run and throw things then but don't don't run around with knitting needles in your mouth. Hopefully that goes without saying. But uh, yeah, just in general, keep an eye on the kids. Yeah, wow, <laughs> poor kid. But I guess I guess he's he's doing okay. Um, speaking of the Olympics and javelin throwing, there's there's no javelin throwing going on right now when it comes to the Olympics in uh, South Korea. But Olympic gold medalist Lizzie Yarnold, she's from uh, Britain, I believe, celebrated with knit with night of knitflixing, which is hard. Knitflixing is hard to say, and, and you might be able to surmise that is a com- combination of uh, knitting Netflix and, and knitting, which I think is probably fairly common. But this uh, this is coming to uh, HuffingtonPost.co.uk, so their version, I guess, in the UK of the Huffington Post, and they talked to a whole bunch of people that. Believe it or not, binging on Netflix while knitting is not unusual. Huh? Apparently, it's a fairly common practice that people do. I should stop feeling special about my Netflix binging while I'm watch a lot of Netflix <laughs> while knitting. Um, so Olympics, I would I would guess that there are a few people that have Netflix specifically for their knitting. I would imagine that's probably the case. Olympic skeleton athlete Lizzie Yarnold and skeleton is. To me, granted, I don't have like well, I haven't watched any of the Winter Olympics, but skeleton looks like both the most fun and the most terrifying event in the Winter Olympics. But Lizzie is, won the gold medal, but uh, it says she would be forgiven for hitting the town hard after bagging gold at the Pyeongchang Games on Saturday. But she had other ideas. The 29-year-old spent the evening watching Australian crime drama Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, which sounds pretty cute. Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries on Netflix while practicing her knitting. 
and goes on to talk and you see this kind of story everywhere at least i do because i spend a lot of time looking at knitting news but how you know knitting historically has been uh, kind of in the realm of of older ladies and grandmas um but in the last couple of years especially um, it's, it's, was it say indicating a 12% rise in women doing some sort of needle craft as a hobby in the past two years. Uh, the hobby has been linked to stress relief and boosting well-being, as well as improving the nation's knitwear game. And that's obvious. We talk a lot about the, uh, the both mm-hmm. physical and psychological benefits of, of knitting. There's even a blog dedicated to knitflixing, which is uh, knitflix.blogspot.co.uk. There's probably one in the United States if you uh, want to see that too. There's also a uh, Instagram hashtag. It's just hashtag Netflix. So, Lisa, you should probably start making use of that one. Oh, I don't. I don't know that I need any more recommendations. I don't know if it's recommendations on shows. Oh, or I'm just, sure it's people like what they're watching. Uh, well, there you go. You, you could also watch. Oh, where did it go? I lost it. What was the name of that show? I don't know if Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries is available Australian here show. in the U.S. Yeah. I will. I will check while Mike is uh, continuing. Look for that, Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, uh, which I'm sure is super popular now. I would imagine. But then, yeah, they go uh, talk. They put a thing up on their their what do you call it? Uh, Twitter. What do you call it? Twitter. Twitter page saying, "Hey, do you guys do this?" And they got all kinds of responses from oh, Jill yeah, Chapman, is. who is a hey. graphic designer. Jane Merrick, who is a political commentator. It's in my list. Oh, well, there you go. How did you not that? You know, you've got a problem when you don't remember the things that are in your Netflix. Oh, list. no, you know, you have a problem when the mailman brings you stuff from Amazon and you don't remember what you ordered. Well, what are you ordering that oh, you don't I had remember? To order a bunch of packaging. I was ordering packaging. And how do you yeah. not remember that you ordered packaging? I order a lot of stuff. Uh, what are you ordering so much? That's my, what I'm trying to get at here. That is what the mailman wonders, too. I, I think. Perhaps after this show is over, we may have to have a conversation about what you're ordering on Amazon, Lisa. No, I just, I, I order, and, well, and then they send stuff in like random sequence too, because sometimes they send everything all in one package, sometimes they send it in multiple packages and yeah. yeah. it depends on the facility it's coming yeah. from and where they are and yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's on Amazon or on Netflix. So well, you there you go. There. So now you have to watch that. Yeah. Look at all those. I might have to check out that hashtag on Instagram. What is it? Is it just Netflix? Is Netflix. that what people are calling it? K-N-I-T-F-L-I-X, Netflix. You know what? I'm going to add it to my Instagram feed, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see you how should. it goes. I'll see how uh, it goes. I would assume especially after the skeleton lady with Lizzie. Was her name Lizzie Chapman? No, that doesn't sound right. No, that was Jill Chapman. It was uh, Lizzie Yarnold is her name who is probably a, a very brave 29 year old doing the skeleton <laughs> so i think at this point elisa i got nothing what are you shaking your head at? it doesn't i don't see anything on here as far as like actual like oh so here's one way down here that somebody is uh watching a show i'm going to click on this link that goes to knit or instagram.com slash explorer slash tag slash knitfix netflix and here's a kitty and here's a whole bunch of yarn. And There's one booties. show. I don't see. Uh, no, I think it's just pictures of people, what they're knitting. Here's one. There's got something in the background. To me, it seems that it would have more to do with. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yarn. <gasps> here's a giveaway. <gasps> yarn is on Netflix now. Yes. I told you we've got plans for that. Oh. For our patrons. 
Can I watch it? Not right now. We're doing a podcast. No, I mean, it doesn't have very good ratings. We'll see about that. Huh. Look at It's a lot of pictures of yarn. There's a whole bunch. Well, imagine that. I'm shocked. What's this person watching? I'm always curious what other people are watching. Oh, I don't... That's not in English. I don't know anything about Oh, hey, English. it's uh, Arnie and Carlos. Of course. Oh, Dark, apparently, is a thing. A show. Dark is a show? Dark is a show, and there's some there's some yarny stuff on there. There's a crocheted fox hat. But they don't speak English, so it might not... Oh, hey, what is that about? That looks like something. All right, so Lisa's looking at Netflix, so we're going to go ahead, I think, at this point, wrap up and bind off. <laughs> it's a Netflix original. I like Netflix originals. Yeah, most of them have been pretty good. Most of them pretty, pretty good. good. The ones yeah. we've seen, anyway. 90% match. Yeah, that don't... That doesn't mean anything. Anymore. Sometimes they give us some... No crazy stuff so so thank you everybody for joining us i appreciate you being here yeah if uh you again you have any questions comments suggestions ideas thoughts feelings opinions on well anything i guess send us an email podcast at elisathyarnista.com and we will uh respond to that on the show again if you want to join us here live each and every week you can do that at patreon.com p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash elisathyarnista five bucks per month if you can't make it live that's okay because we do have the recorded version each and every week as well you can watch after the fact but live you can participate in chat with all the super cool party people you can join the super cool party people dance party that happens after we hit the stop button on the audio version that keeps going for a little bit until we get hungry and decide to go make dinner well, I'm going to probably go make dinner before I'm, like, right away. You'll probably hang out. Which be pretty quick tonight. Huh? Which may be quick, pretty quick tonight. Well, you can hang out. I'll, I have we'll to go see. start making yeah. supper because I'm the, the chicken's going to take an hour. Yeah, we got a little bit of a late start tonight, but that's okay. Someone so, had bookkeeping to do. That's Who is that, I wonder? Being an adult is hard sometimes. Sometimes it's tough having a job. Um, yeah, so if you want to follow Elisa's journeys on, say, Instagram, which we just talked about, you want to follow that Netflix tag on Instagram, just go to elisathearnista.com up in the upper right-hand order, you order corner. corner. You'll find all the links for that stuff, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Ravelry. It's all there. Take you right to it. You can uh, subscribe and follow all of those fun things to see what's going on. Uh, otherwise, I think we're at a good spot. We're going to stop. No more talking. At least not in front of microphones. Well, you're gonna, you're done talking for the night. I think I'm done in front talking. Of the mic- that, that's it. No more words. Actually, I might do some talking in front of the microphone, depending on what time we get done eating tonight. But we'll see. Well, I was gonna. What about the super cool party people? You're gonna. That's have to gonna talk happen to them right now. Bit. So we're gonna we're gonna okay. stop this. We're gonna kick off the super cool party people dance party. Thanks everybody for joining us. Have a good week. See you in seven days. Cheers. That night, I was upset, but instead of lashing out in anger, I turned to the needle. That's right, the knitting needle. I rehabilitated myself with fashion.